Hey everybody, it's Pastor G. Hey, I love you. I appreciate you. Hey, I'm here with my girl. You did it again, babe. On the offering, you were like, "Hey, hey, hey." <laughs> and what are you doing? Like some days you be I'm up. Saying, hey. Sometimes you be down, almost level to the ground. That is not me. That is not me. That I'm is not. A not me. <laughs> I am not. That is not me. That's, I do not claim nor confess that. That's that's you. <laughs> that is a not me. It's not. <laughs> I am not sometimes up, sometimes down, almost level to the ground. What's wrong what? with that? That is not my confession. At least you level to the ground. Mm -hmm, mm -mm, mm -mm. Oh, you always up. Mm -mm. That's not my. You confession. always up. That's not my. You never down. That's you not, never level to the ground. That's not my confession. Amen, church. <laughs> she refuses to bend. Y'all know it. That's not my confession. <laughs> that's not my confession. It isn't. <laughs> hey, we create those relevant moments where broken and hurting people are restored back to their rightful place in God. Hey, man, we're calling this the month of the rush. Mm -hmm. Relevant, undeniable, simple habits. Man, we've been teaching for the last few Sundays. Man, y'all kind of had me, you know, put myself out there trying to hoop on last Sunday. I won't do that again. We um, had you doing that? Yeah, you were pushing me like, go ahead on, baby. Yeah, yeah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I was just laughing because uh, you don't normally do that. No, I don't normally do that. My and son. I, so I was laughing and I was thinking like, what would happen if he actually had a keyboardist? Like, if I had a keyboardist uh -huh, to just I hoop. Mean, if a musician was here, that would have been interesting. Man, you know what, man? I'm looking forward to seeing that. Nobody's on that foolishness right now, babe. I'm looking forward to seeing it because I would, <laughs> I'm going to be entertained either way, whether it's good or bad. I'm see, it's going to be great. <laughs> see, the preacher, that, that's an art. So, you know, I was kind of a little bit out of my lane. Yeah, so, but you know, we'll, I, I was looking to we'll, see. We'll go back, but welcome today. We're going to be talking about uh, reigniting God's passion and promise for me. How how many of you understand that God has a promise for you? Yes. And that God is passionate about his promises for you. We always say that God's promises are yes and amen. Um, Hebrews 4 and 12 says, for the word of God is living and active and sharper than any two-edged sword and piercing as far as the division of the soul and spirit of both joints and moral, and able to judge the thoughts and intentions of the heart. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading of the word, yes. as my father would say the Baptist way. Lord, I thank you for this day. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight. I want us to talk about today um, reigniting God's passion and promise for me. Mm -hmm. um, what's God's passion and promise for me? I believe his passion and his promise for me is that we allow the word of God to be so true in our lives. Mm -hmm. um, that we apply the word of God to our lives every day. The word of God, every promise that God has spoken to us, it's in the word of God. Mm -hmm. Every word that God has ever spoken, you can find it in his word. It's written. It is undeniable. It is there. It is proven. They are facts. They're not lies. They are facts. And so as we go into this today, I really want you guys to really just follow us and begin to think about these four relevant, undeniable, simple habits 
that you can apply to your life as God reignites his passion. Come on now, his passion and his promises for you and me. Um, I like what Arthur Clark says here. He says, the only way to discover limits, to, de- to discover the limits of the possible is to venture a little way past into the impossible. Mm. Man, the, really the only way that you really understand that you become strong, as we talked about it, that mm-hmm. you become um, mature in some things is that sometimes you venture into the places of the impossible, mm. stepping out on faith, um, trusting God in those moments in your life where it just seems like um, it's not really going to happen for you. But that's really where you begin to see the passion in God's promises for you mm-hmm. come to pass when we step out. And so I want us to just simply talk about this today. I, I kind of gave um, three sermon definitions today, honey. Mm-hmm. Um, reignite. What does it mean to reignite? To begin or cause. Um, to give uh, new life or energy to something. To reoccur suddenly. Mm-hmm. Um, there's going to be a reoccurring. There's going to be a sudden rush of relevant, undeniable, simple habits that will happen in your life today because God wants to reignite. He wants you to have a reoccurrence of his passion and promises for you. Mm. Uh, Passion, um, a strong like or desire for or devotion to activity. Um, Intense convictions towards something valuable or meaningful. God wants to reignite his passion. Uh, He wants to reignite those intense convictions towards the valuable things that he has placed in your life. What is that? The valuable promises that he's placed in your life. And then that word promise. When we think about it, uh, to pledge, to do, to bring about or to provide a legally binding declaration that gives the person to whom it is made a right to expect or to claim the performance or forbearance of a specified act, a promise. Mm -hmm. What are you saying to me? That God made me a promise. So because God's passion for his promises for me, he's going to reignite those intensive moments that I'm able to see that his word is valuable to me. That I'm able to come back and say, I expect you to heal my body because you've already said in your word Mm -hmm. that you sent your word to heal all disease, that that I shall live and not die, that that I will be healed. Come on now that by the by the stripes that you took on my back, I I have a reason to be healed. I want to talk about these four relevant, undeniable, passionate promises that God has for us Mm -hmm. and we can find them in the word. When we look at the scripture here uh, and we think about this word in in Hebrews, in Hebrews four, it says for the word of God is living, active and sharper than any two edged sword and piercing as far as the divisions of the soul and the spirit. Pastor Chini is always teaching us that we have to be intentional. Mm -hmm. It's 
all about our confession. It's mm -hmm. all about what we say. It's in the word. Just say the word. <laughs> Just preach the word. Live the word. If we really want the word of God uh, and the promises that are in the word of God to become relevant, undeniable, simple habits in our life, number one, we want God to reignite our passion by allowing God's word to be living in us. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, I, I, I'm listening to you and I'm looking at this scripture, um, Hebrews 4, um, mm -hmm. and, and I want to go um, to 411 first. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, because 411 says, let us therefore be diligent mm -hmm. to enter that rest. <laughs> Uh, uh, in the Amplified, it says, let us therefore make every effort to enter that rest of God, mm -hmm. to know and experience it for ourselves. My God. Okay. So that no one will fall by following the same example of disobedience. Mm -hmm. as those who died in the wilderness. Mm -hmm. And here's 12, for the word of God is living and active and full of power, making it operative, uh, energizing, effective. It's sharper than any two-edged sword. So uh, uh, in order for us to understand that the word is living, before we, we allow the word uh, uh, to be present, to be alive, to be sharper, before we get to that point, let's not forget the fact that in order to reignite, we need to understand that the scripture tells us to be diligent, make every effort to rest. Mm. Rest. And when you're diligent and you're making every effort to rest, then the word can come and be and 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 and, 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 and be the sharper, powerful, and it can actually move in your life. That's what I wanted to That's say. amazing that we should be diligent to rest to by rest. allowing God's word to be living, present, active, where it exists to yes. become alive. Yes, we do so much uh, of, 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 of trying to make things happen on our own. Mm -hmm. We do so much uh, mm -hmm. of doing it, we do it first, and then when we get ready or feel like it or when we're tired of what we do first, uh, then we go and maybe get a scripture or two and try to put, allow the scripture to um, be powerful, to, to, to prune, to mend. But the scripture can't do that because we're all up in, uh, all, uh, up in uproar. That's what we're in. We're not resting. Rest. Rest. When the surgeon... Uh, wants to operate on you and take something out of you that shouldn't be in you. When the surgeon wants to do some do surgery on you, guess what? You're asleep. He knocks you out. You are at rest so that he can operate. So if you want the word to be alive and living in your life, then you yourself, we, we need to be at rest so the word can do what it's called to do. A relevant, undeniable, simple habit that we must learn to allow to be reignited in our life. Mm -hmm. Allowing rest. God's word to live in us so that we may rest. We gotta rest. Before you can rest, the word of God has to live in you. It has to 
be present, active. Uh, number two, a relevant, undeniable, simple habit of reigniting your passion for God's promise in you is to allow God's word to be active, effective, energetic, and empowering at work in a powerful way that brings about change. Mm -hmm. I have to allow God's word to be living so that I can rest. But then because I'm resting, the word of God now becomes active in my life. It becomes effective, it becomes energetic, and it becomes empowering. While I'm resting, the work of God is being active in my life. Mm -hmm. It's working mm -hmm. together for my betterment. It's mm -hmm. working together for my good. Relevant, undeniable, simple habits where God's passion and promise for me allows me to rest and allowing his word to live, allowing his word to be active, where it is effective, energetic, and empowering. It's always working while I'm resting to bring about a change in me. I want the word of God to bring about a change yes. in me in my attitude, in my disposition, in my worship, in my devotion, in my prayer, in my commitment, in my love for God, in, in my heart attitude towards things in my life that I'm just struggling with. I want to rest in the fact knowing that God has made me a promise. But if I'm not allowing rest, mm -hmm. if I'm not allowing the word to live, if I'm not allowing the word to be active, I will be at unease. Mm -hmm. I'll never learn how to rest and allow the word to fight for me. Mm -hmm. This is not your battle. I want to fight the battle mm -hmm. for you. Come on now. Uh, number three, I, I love this here. Allow God's word to be sharp, yeah. piercing, penetrating, to go through or pass through with a cutting edge. Come on now. I, th there are moments in your life where you got to be in a rested posture mm -hmm. that God can come and and you won't jump. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, that's real rest. God wants you to rest so much that when it pierces mm -hmm. your soul, that when that difficult moment pierces your life, it penetrates you to the depth of your soul that you're able to stand in a posture of rest. Mm -hmm. Come on now. I, I am going to rest while the word of God becomes a cutting edge to my life. It, mm -hmm. It's going to begin to cut off some things that offend the Holy Ghost, mm -hmm. that will bring an offense to my marriage, that will cause me to, to, to walk in unhealthy uh, uh, places in my life, in my thought, in my mind the way I see things, the way I perceive things, uh, uh, relevant, undeniable, simple habits of allowing God's word to be living, active, and sharp. Yeah. It brings about true rest. True rest. Come on now. Uh, talk about that thing, that, that penetrating uh, moment, the cutting edge yeah, moment. You know, it's, it's, it, it, it's like... Um, if you've ever seen these commercials where mm -hmm. they have this really sharp knife and they can hold a piece of paper up and just slice it and it will make a very distinct, quick, swift cut, uh, that's the type of sh uh, sharpness that the word does. It's very distinct. It cuts exactly what it needs to cut. It won't cut what doesn't need to be cut, but that's exactly how 
the word is. The word goes in and it 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 pinpoints the very portion of your being that it needs to minister to and that is what the word is. That is the sharpness of the word. That the word of God. Hmm. Learning how to rest. Y'all know me, I'm an acronym guy. And immediately when she said rest, y'all know my mind just went to thinking, what do you mean when you talk about relevant, undeniable, simple habits that will cause you to rest by allowing God's word to be living, active, and sharp? When you learn how to rest, you remain effective, steady, and tentative. <laughs> To allow God's word to live, to be active, and to be sharp. Come on now. When, when I'm resting, I, I, I'm not just resting, but I'm remaining. remaining. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm learning to be effective in remaining. Mm -hmm. Come on now. And because I'm effective in, in, in remaining, uh, my effectiveness causes me to be steady. Mm -hmm. Come on now. Sure. Uh, uh, I'm steady. I'm rock steady. Mm -hmm. Come on now. Uh, 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 I'm not unstable and I'm not unwavering in, in so many yeah. ways. I'm, I'm able to stand through the storms yeah. that hit my life because yeah. I'm learning to remain effective, steady, and then I'm tentative to all of the things that God is doing in my yeah, life. Why? Because I understand that, that when God's word is living in me, it's active, it's present, it's, mm -hmm. it exists for me. But then when it becomes active, uh, it, it's effective, it's empowering. Come on now. It's, yeah. it's, it's energetic. And, and because it's always working to bring about a change, I got to be tentative. Mm -hmm. I got to be steady in my timing. Yeah. Come on now. I, I, I got to be effective in my worship. Come on now. I, I've got to remain diligent to the truth of God. I'm not going to start hooping. I, I felt it right there, baby. I felt the little ghost come up in me. But but you've got to remain effective, steady, and yeah. tentative by allowing God's word to live, by allowing God's word to be active, by allowing God's word to be sharp, and you're developing relevant, undeniable, simple habits that remain effective, steady, and tentative by allowing God's word to be discerning. Come on now. Insightful, informative, and instructional. Aware of having forward judgment of what is to come. What is to come? Come on now. I'm the head and not the tail. Come on now. I, I'm not going to be living in this same moment that I used to be. God is getting ready to change my position. Come on now. What used to be my ceiling is now going to become the foundation of what I build upon. Come on now. What, what used to be breakthrough for me now is going to become my victory because I've learned how to process. I, I've learned how to trust in God. Come on now. I, I've learned how to lean and depend on him. Yeah, Come yeah, on yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. I, I've learned how to understand that I've got to rest and allow him to do the work on his yeah, own. Come yeah, on now. Yeah. I, I got to learn how to ride the bench in some seasons. I I know that I'm the star player, but, but when the team gets down, sometimes you've got to allow down moments to work their way out yeah. of the situation. 
situations. Yes. Come on now. We, yes. we can't always be the hero. Your pastor cannot always be the hero. Yes. Come on now. Uh, yes. uh, uh, first lady can't always be your hero. Sometimes you're going to have to rest in the midnight hour by allowing God's word to be living, active, sharp, and discerning that you're able to know that all things are working together for my good yes. to those who are called according to his plan yes. and his purpose. Yes. You've got to know that when you rest, he's going to keep you. You got to know that when you rest, he's going to provide. Yes. You got to know that while you're resting, he's going to advise. You got to know that when you're resting, he's going to lead and guide. Come on, baby. I need yeah. you to help a me. Come on. You know, a couple weeks ago, yes. we did the lesson on trust. Uh -huh. We talked about mm -hmm. trusting in God yes. and having confidence in God. Mm -hmm. And see, we, we have to understand, I'm listening to you, uh, to trust in God, to have confidence in God. That's to rely on God. That's to be able to lean mm -hmm. on God. So we have to, in order to get to that state of rest, mm -hmm. we, we, that, that's so good that we did, we, we talked about trusting him beforehand mm -hmm. because we have to, in order to be, like I said, at that state of rest, it is a trust mechanism. Yeah. We have to be able to trust God. And, and, and the word said that, uh, uh, um, that, that fel no, failure to trust God, failure to be at rest, is failure to trust God. That's mm. what I, that's what I, the word didn't say that, but I was interpreting Failure the, to be at rest interpreting the scripture. is yes. failure. Failure to be at rest is failure to, to trust, trust God. God. That's good, baby. Because um, if you go back to Hebrews, I, I left it, but if you go back to Hebrews, mm -hmm. uh, you'll see where, um, I'm going to go back to it. You'll see where uh, he talks about that. Failure to be at rest is failure, failure to trust God. Takes me so long to get to. See, she's in that Bible, but I really <laughs> want to encourage you. She she's teaching us a, a, a relevant, un, undeniable, simple habit that we must rid ourselves of. Not so. Listen. Uh, let us therefore be diligent to enter rest, lest anyone fall according to yes, right. the same example of disobedience. Mm. So failure to enter into rest is an example of unbelief. You have no trust in God. You have no confidence in God. You have more trust and confidence in yourself. I don't know why, because you are looking at the situation and you see you have no answer for it, but you refusing to rest mm -hmm. is saying, Lord, I don't believe that you can bring me through this situation. Mm -hmm. You're refusing to rest. And, 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 and I like the acronym that you gave, but if you don't get anything else out of this lesson, I need you to rest so that the word can do its job. Mm. I need you to rest because like we talked about that sharp knife, if you're too active and you're running around moving and you're not resting, when the knife comes to cut, you might move the wrong way and we might and the, and the wrong thing might get cut. Yeah. And how often has that happened has in that our happened? lives? Yes, because we because don't trust. Because we don't trust God enough to rest. To rest. That is the key here. We're talking about August rush. Trust God to rest. To rest. And allow his word that living word 
to be active in your life, to prune, to be sharp enough to cut, to do the surgery that needs to happen mm. in your life. Mm -hmm. No surgeon allows their patient to be awake, talking, moving. Be quiet. <laughs> be quiet. Mm -hmm. No surgeon. No surgeon. Do you know a surgeon? No surgeon allows that. They need you rest. They're going to give you something to calm you down so that they can do their job. And that's with the spirit, that's with the word. And I like this. The reason that they want you the rest to rest is they don't want you fidgeting and fumbling and trying to see what's going on because you can't see what's going on because you're laying down. Mm -hmm. um, trying to figure out what they're doing. Mm -hmm. God wants you and I to be in the same position. If we would just simply rest. Mm -hmm. uh, see, it's not about the promise. The, 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 the promise is for us, but God wants to give you the promise of rest, not material things. Mm -hmm. Come on now. The, the, rest. The, 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 the promise had everything to do with them resting. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The promise had everything to do with them remaining effective, steady, and tentative to the work that was being done on their behalf when they entered into an uncultivated land that was too much for them to handle, that was too big for them to control. But if you would just rest that I am going to bring it all to pass, but because you don't rest, you start trying to cultivate things that God never wanted you That's to cultivate. Yes. You start trying to bring things to fruition that God never wanted you to do at that moment. Yes. Because you don't rest, you get ahead of God. Yes. You start hurrying. You start start worrying, you start offending people, you start losing this and losing that. And now you're wondering why all things are working together for your good because you're not listening. You're not resting. Oh, that th there is an opposite to that scripture. Come on now. When you don't listen, he will cause all things to work together for your good. Eventually, you've got to understand that this relevant, undeniable, simple habit it is the word of God. It is the living, breathing, the Nishama, the, the word of God that gives life. It gives hope. It gives strength. It gives instruction. It rebukes. It chastises. It cuts. It, it, it causes sacrifice. It causes suffering. It causes joy and triumph and victory. It, it causes you and I to become overcomers. It causes us to be relevant, overcoming, Christ-driven, and kingdom-minded. It causes us to to be risk takers where we create relevant, innovative, sustainable, and kingdom-minded moments. It, it causes us to rest where we learn how to remain effective, steady, and tentative, where we're able to develop relevant, undeniable, simple habits in the presence of God. Reflective, relevant, reflective sermon moments. Let's look at it here. I, I really want you to look at it. God's word is alive living and present. God's word is active, empowering, 
and intergenic. Come on now, I'm talking to somebody right now. I'm talking right to you. God's word is piercing and penetrating to the soul. Come on now, his word will pierce your soul. It will it will go down to the depths of your belly. Come on now, I, I remember the old mothers used to hear a word and they would say, oh, it's just like my uh, one of my spiritual moms. I call her my spiritual mom, uh, uh, Mother Gloria Pointer. If you want Mother Yvonne Pointer, I'm sorry. <laughs> now. Uh, I didn't call her baby mother, but come on now. Mother Yvonne Pointer, when you talk to her, she says, glory. Mom, I need you to call your son today after you hear this message and just shout glory. Come on now. Uh, 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 the old saints used to just say glory and, and, and all types of things used to take place. When you, when the word of God hits your body, it will become living and active and present, effective and empowering. It will get to the place where it will become insightful and informative. God's word is insightful and instructional. That's, that's good. Right the there. rest instructional, of Instructional um, for those that might not understand how to rest. Mm. Those that might not uh, understand how do I get to this rest. All I hear is clanging all around me. Mm. All I, I can't even see straight because of there's so much in front mm -hmm. of me and so much around me. That, that, that's good, mm -hmm. that instructional. What you need to do is get the word. Get in your word. Get your song. Whatever, get your worship. Get your scripture and begin to minister to yourself. Allow that, uh, begin to repeat it, repeat it and allow the word to begin to minister to you. Allow the words of, 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 of the worship, of your worship to begin to minister to you, to calm your spirit and to become the, the medicine that you need. Uh, the, the, well, you know, that there's sometimes that the word gets so good to you that you'll start to seeing the scripture and, and, and it'll bring a chuckle and it'll put a smile on your face. Mm -hmm. And it, it will begin to change your vision, change what you actually are seeing. It will, the, the word uh, and, 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 and your worship will begin to change that, that clanging sound that you're actually hearing. Mm -hmm. And that is how you enter into rest. Mm-hmm. We're talking about the word, the word being alive, the word, the word. That is how you enter into rest. That is how you enter into trusting God. Mm -hmm. If you don't trust God, you cannot enter into this rest. Mm. How do we enter in? We have to create the relevant, undeniable, simple habit of remaining effective in my worship that's good, Reverend. remaining steady yeah. in my prayer life that's good, Reverend. remaining tentative to hear what the Lord is saying my Lord, how, how, how do I rest you have to force yourself to do it yeah. God is not going to force you you have to make yourself do it yeah. there are moments in my life where I have to learn how to rest there there are moments where my team now is saying, okay, pastor, we got it. Rest. <laughs> so while I'm resting, I got to remain effective, yeah. steady, and yeah. tentative to what is ahead. Yeah. 
not what's behind me, what what's ahead, what what's going to occur sometime next year. I got I got to start looking towards next year. You know, some people say, well, you know, why are you not worried about September? It, it, that that's already here. I, I got to start looking forward. But before you can look forward, you got to rest in knowing that the team that you have and that the people that you have can carry the weight. Yeah. Rest mother, rest, rest father, rest. rest son and daughter, auntie, uncle, who, whoever you might be. If I'm talking to a pastor right now, you're, you're tired and this virtual world is just really just pushing in. Uh, dope pastors with small churches, man, and, and nobody really calls you. Nobody really encourages you. Come on, just take a rest. Use what you have in your hand and allow God's word to become so active that it changes. I, I keep hearing talk, this song. Talk to our children. Uh, to our children. Yeah. I want you to rest. They need to rest. Uh, you're wrestling with the fact. And, and a lot of it is our parents. Because our parents are depending on our children to get these scholarships. A lot of the uneasiness is in our parents. Because the moms and dads are fighting against the fact, is COVID real? Is it going to become an issue? And so now children are saying, well, everybody's saying that it's okay. Let us go ahead. Can I tell you something? It's real. And if we don't rest in the fact that we have all suffered, all suffered, everybody is suffering. Think about the next person that's not suffering like you. But if you could just rest in the fact that God is never going to leave you, he's never going to forsake you. That if our children could begin to speak to parents and say, I got next year, I got tomorrow, I got, I, I got the next day. If I can just continue to train, see, this is why you got to rest. It's not the season to give up. This is the season where you work so hard that when the call comes that you are prepared. Because you don't know if a college is going to see tape from last year or the year before. You, you don't know if the college is going to call because they have already been looking at you. And because you didn't rest, you're out just hanging out and doing everything when you should be working out. When you should be running wind sprints and you should be running up the hill and you should be doing push-ups and calisthenics and all of those different things. You should be preparing. I, now, I know some people are going to say, Pastor... It's just so hard on the children. We've got to teach our children how to work when things are closed. We've got to teach them how to open up their own businesses when things are not happening for them. We've got to teach them to look deeply on the inside and say, if I don't get a chance to play sports because I got a 4.0 a GPA, I'm still going to get to college on an educational scholarship. Uh, I'm still going to be able to go to school virtually. I, I heard Charles Barkley Shaquille O'Neal and Kenny Smith say on the other night, African-American children only believe that they can get to school by playing sports. Where are the next doctors? Where are the next councilmen? Who's, who's going to be the next president? Who, who, who's going to be strong enough to say, I'm not able to play football right now, but I can go to school and become a lawyer? So that if I ever break my leg or if I ever get hurt, I got a law degree. I got a business degree. I got an MBA. I, 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 who's going to be the next Barack Obama? Who's going to be the next Martin Luther King? Who, who's going to be the next John Lewis that will cause good trouble? That's willing to stand on the front line 
and fight for the next generation. Come on now. I, I want you to hear me. Come on now. In, in everything that you're doing, think about that if you're going to be a football player, educate yourself. If you're going to be a basketball player, educate yourself. If you're going to be a baseball player, educate yourself. To all of my children, yeah. remain effective, steady, and tentative to your season. Amen. It's what we do. We create those relevant moments where broken and hurting people are restored back to their rightful moments. I, I, I just keep hearing it. I don't know if I want to mess up the song, but it simply oh. says, a change. A change has come over me. A wonderful change has come over me. Changed my life, complete changed, and now I see it changed. I sit at my Savior's feet. I'm so glad He changed me. A wonderful change has come over me. Come on, pray with me. Yes. Lord, I need to rest. Lord, we need to rest. I need to change. Yeah, we I need to develop the relevant, undeniable, simple habits of allowing your word to become living, active, sharp, and discerning in my life. And the only way that I'm going to do that is I have to learn how to rest. I want to learn how to rest in you. I want to learn how to rest in your promises. I want to learn how to rest when, in, when I'm uneasy. I want to learn how to rest when it's good. I, I want to learn how to rest when I don't understand, when it, when it seems cloudy and it, and it seems beyond my reach. I want to learn how to rest. I, I want to learn how to take your hand and allow you to lead and to guide me and to, and to direct me in dark moments of my life. I, I want you to, to, to be a light unto my path, Father. I want you to, to show me what it means to trust you with all of my heart yeah. and all of my soul. I want to learn how to rest in acknowledging you in all of my ways. So, Father, That's this good. is my prayer. Yes, Lord. Lord, teach us how to rest today. Teach us, teach us. Teach us how to remain effective, yes, Jesus. steady, and tentative to the living, active word that is sharp and discerning in my life. The word of God is working on my behalf. The Holy Ghost is interceding on my behalf. The angels are working while I'm sleeping. Father, my dreams and my desires are coming to forth, are coming forth. But I need to rest knowing that this is not the season to be so frustrated that I take my hand from your hand. Yes, Jesus. Pray this prayer with me. Father, I want to be saved today. I want to be saved. Father, I want to learn how to rest in Father, you. Father, I want to learn how to rest in Father, you. the streets is the only place that I know to rest. Father, the streets the is the only and, place and I know to rest. The bar and a woman's house and drugs and so many other things. That's the only place that I've learned how to rest. Alcohol. But I ask that you give me a fresh rest today, O oh God. 
that you develop a, this next relevant, undeniable, simple habit of allowing your word to live and to become active in me yes, by giving you my life today. Yes, Lord. Confessing that Jesus Christ has died on the cross, that he was buried and that he's risen with redemption for my life. Yes, Lord. That there is no more condemnation, that I don't have to live in guilt or shame, yes. but I can rest knowing that God loves me, that God cares for me, yes, and God's desire passion and purpose for me is to allow this relevant, undeniable, simple habit to allow his word to be living, active, penetrating, and discerning in my life. This is our prayer. If you pray that prayer, you're saved today. If you pray that prayer, you're going to walk into a place of a rush of rest. Come on now. I love it. Y'all know how we do. We create those relevant moments where broken and hurting people are restored back to their rightful place in God. I want you to take some time and I want you to sow a seed of rest today. Yeah. A seed that speaks to remaining effective, steady, and tentative to the things of God, the word of God. I want you to sow that bountiful seed. I simply want to say today, thank you, Rock Church. I was able to to pay my mortgage on the other day. And I know some people are struggling, but I wanna say thank you to the Rock Church for allowing your pastor to not fall. Thank you, this is what I do full time. This is what I do full time. This is, this is my job. I, I, and, I'm, and I'm not talking about how much I make, but you guys don't understand. I walked in my house and I just simply said, Lord, I thank you for the Rock Church. They have not allowed us to fall. Mm -hmm. We believe that we have not allowed you guys to fall. When you pray for me, my prayers come back to you. When you give, I give back to you. Thank you, Rock Church. Thank you to all of those who have sown seeds into our life. I appreciate you so much. Man, it's been an amazing journey. I love you. May the blessing of the Lord rest in your life. We create relevant moments. We're broken and hurting people are restored back to their rightful place in God. I love you. Have a great day. Peace.